it's Charlie. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. Welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, where I talk through common questions I might be asked, share my tips, tricks and experience. So welcome to episode 112 um, and the summer holidays are almost upon us and it's a time that fills me with excitement and trepidation simultaneously and one of the reasons I look forward to my kids going to school or the childminder or preschool is not just for their own benefit but for mine as well. I find it hard to switch off my mummy mode and get into work mode when the kids are at home. And I find it frustrating not to be able to work in the way I want to. And I feel guilty when I do work and they need me. And so today I wanted to talk about working from home when you've got other people in the house. I'm going to be talking uh, specifically about my kids today. um, But actually I found that it's similar with partners and, and, um, you know, um, when we have people come and stay, you know, there's that kind of, uh, feeling that we need to be with them and uh, and so yeah we're going to talk about that today and it's taken me a few years and more than a few lockdowns over the last few years to realise that A we need a routine and B that I can make this work during the school holidays and I can adapt that plan and so let's start with managing everyone's expectations about working together so the biggest challenge I had and this was particularly exacerbated by lockdowns was sharing the same space so when the government shut the schools that first time in 2020 was it gosh it feels like a long time ago now I called a family meeting I said you know guys we can make this work but we need to work as a team I recognised that there would be good moments, terrible moments, and times they would feel bored and frustrated, and that was okay. And so the first thing we did was lay down some boundaries. So for the girls, we talked about how Daddy was working and how he wouldn't come down and he would close the office door if he was busy, and that meant do not disturb. And I told them that I would need to work too, but I would be around for them as my priority. And we talked about, you know, what they were doing. And so at the time it was all about their learning. But as the summer holidays come up, it's about kind of how they fill their time and what they were expected to do. Um, And I had to manage my own expectations and set my own boundaries. And these included going to bed early if I need to, relaxing my boundaries on how much social media I go on. Um, I find it... um, excuse me, hard during the holidays and particularly during through those lockdowns because I'm quite extroverted. I like to go out and meet people. And if I can't, then I find myself craving interaction and therefore being on social media more. Uh, I had to remind myself that I wouldn't be able to work in the same way as I um, do when they're at school. And that's okay. And During the holidays, if required, I prioritise client calls and I email everybody to let them know what's going on. Now, this year, hopefully for the first time, it's my intention to take the whole of August off 
So I'll be doing client calls all the way up until the kids finish school on the 22nd of July and then starting again 1st of September. So it's just over a month, like five, six weeks. Now, if I need to do calls, then I'll come on to that. But I have a plan. Um, but the idea is as much as possible that I will not be making calls because it's just too noisy. And as I say, I just can't focus in the same way as when I am at home and the house is quiet. Um, and the other thing that I discovered during lockdown was how often or how much support I'm able to provide to the other people in my household as I fall into that rescue mode. And I've talked before about um, being a recovering rescuer which was um, in a blog post and I think I may have done a video, but if you um, can't find it, then uh, let me know and I can send it over to you. Um, but it's really important to uh, take care of yourself and I'll come on to that a little bit later. And finally, in terms of managing expectations, if you find that post-pandemic you're working a lot more from home, maybe you know, you've been given flexible working, um, it's definitely more prevalent at the moment and I think that's a good thing but it's really important you talk to your boss that you communicate your needs and your plan for how you're going to get your work done and it's not only good for you but it opens the door for others to have these conversations too particularly if you're managing a team um, but just generally I think the more we learn about flexible working the more we acknowledge that we can actually be more productive working from home than anyone ever thought possible, um, the better, because it will encourage more uh, flexible working. Now, if you enjoy working from home, as I do, um, because it allows me to go for a run in the morning before I start work, to get a load of washing on, to have the shopping delivered, whatever, um, that's great. And, and it will be slightly easier than if you're somebody who doesn't enjoy working from home so much. You might need a different plan to somebody who does enjoy working from home and that's okay. So let's talk about the space that you work in. So we're really lucky to have an office space. And during the nine to five hours my partner works, he goes in there only popping out food and drinks. He can close the door and whilst it doesn't soundproof, soundproof the kids squeals and all day long singing, uh, it does provide some privacy. And this is a big improvement from sitting at the kitchen table. If I need to record my podcast or videos to call clients, if I need peace and quiet, I am able to work in there, uh, provided it's outside of those nine to five hours. Um, a lot of the conversations I have, I don't feel comfortable having uh, in front of somebody else. So I move to a quieter part of the house or if required, I actually leave the house if I can leave if, if he's at home. I could leave the, home, uh, leave the kids at home. But I found it's important to make space to work so that the kids can understand the boundaries. And in my opinion, unless there is no other option, it's not fair to take up the family space for working unless you're willing to be interrupted constantly. And with the kids off school for the summer holidays, they too need a space. And in the warmer weather, we use local parks, the garden, the kitchen table for crafting. They also have their room. Alternatively, if they feel cooping up sorry if they're feeling cooped up we change the location and go out if possible you also need to be creative with your schedule so i'm fortunate that i can manage my working day and work where i 
where and when I like. And so it was easy for me to create balance or it is easy for me to create balance as I work on the days and when the kids are at school. But in the holidays, that's all out of the in, out of the window. And in our family meeting, I said I'd work during nap times and evenings where possible, but I'd need them to be quiet if I had work to do in the day. And we came up with some ideas on how they might do that. The reality is that I get very little work done when they're awake. I've added my blogging app to my phone so I can work anywhere and at any time. The same with all my documents and spreadsheets. I use any downtime if they're playing together without fighting to post on social media, to write um, a paragraph on my blog or to perhaps schedule a post. And the other option I have is working weekends. And this is true for, you know, some people working at home too. Who says you have to work 9am to 3pm Monday to Friday? Maybe you could do 11 till 7 or um, maybe you take a break around 3 and then you pick it up again at 8 when the kids are in bed. We all try and work best when we're able to focus ourselves. For us in our family, it's first thing in the morning. And so our schedule goes a little bit like this. So I get up, I go for a run. Um, I get them up, get them dressed, breakfast, perhaps a quick meditation or yoga for me and the girls. And then if it's a day that I need to work, I set up an activity that they can all do at the table and I work there with them so I can assist if needed. They play as I tidy up and I make lunch. We have lunch, there's free play and then there's dinner time. And then sometimes there's bedtime with daddy whilst I work or rest or refills my cup. There are no set times because I found for us it sets us up to fail. So although we have a schedule and a routine, it's super flexible and it has to work around the kids. I'm also a firm believer in letting them get bored and I found that all my children play together better when they're bored and they have to use their imagination. And on days where I don't need to work, we have fun and we go and do things that they will enjoy because it's all about balance. Similarly, it's... Um, always time to plan in some breaks so whether you were whoever you're working at home with it's helpful to have a break from work where you might play or chill out and I find that having a snack in these breaks really helps so in addition making time for yourself is important so scheduling some time just for you this feels particularly difficult in um, you know challenging times perhaps if you've caught COVID and you're isolating or if to be honest if actually your kids are sick at any point um but it's important so that you can be the best parent, boss, employee that you can be. I would also encourage you to remove all expectations of what you might achieve. So in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 movie, Hermione turns to Harry and tells him that they need a plan before they rush off to Hogwarts to find the next Horcrux. He turns to her and says, Hermione, when have any of our plans actually ever worked? We plan, we get there and all hell breaks loose. And honestly, I feel like this is me when I try and plan anything with respect to working from home with anyone else in the house. So my advice is to remove all expectations, aim low, and even then, don't beat yourself up if all hell breaks loose. If you have tasks that have to be done, prioritise them and get them done and celebrate your achievements. Focus on weekly goals instead of getting stressed out about achieving all of your daily ones, and you might break those tasks down into ones that are really quick that don't need much brain power and those that need deeper thought. Remember too that any action is better than no action. So in these situations, I would practice the 10 minute rule. So it can be hard to convince yourself to start working on a task that you don't want to do. So whether you know it's going to be boring, frustrating or just really challenging, convincing yourself to get started is tough. 
One of the best ways to get moving on something you don't want to do is by using the 10 minute rule. So tell yourself that you only have to work on something for 10 minutes. Then after the 10 minute mark, you can take a break if you want. I usually set a timer. And more times than not, you'll find that the 10 minute rule, uh, sorry, 10 minute mark, you will choose to keep going. And usually getting started is the toughest part. But once you do, it's easy to keep the momentum going. You might also find you work best when you know there's a little reward waiting for you. So, for example, if you tell yourself you can watch your favourite show if you get your work done by six, or perhaps you can have a cup of your favourite tea as soon as you finish that report, a little incentive can go a long way to helping you get your work done efficiently. And it'll help you see what you're capable of accomplishing. Also, if you're feeling a bit demotivated, a little challenge can help you get moving too. So, for example, you might try and work a certain write a certain amount of words in 30 minutes once you see how many words you write in 30 minutes you might try beating that in the next 30 minute time slot you might also make some little discoveries about yourself maybe you type faster when you're sitting at the kitchen table or maybe you have better focus right after lunch learning these things about yourself might set you up your day for success being more aware of your time helps if you use it wisely and challenging yourself in some way might also provide the extra incentive you need However, you will never be at your best if you are exhausted and running on caffeine and sugar only. You need a healthy diet, plenty of rest and good self-care strategies to perform at your peak. But meeting your physical, social and emotional needs right now is a bit more challenging when you're working from home. Well, it can be, actually. Sometimes it isn't. I actually find uh, that... I meet my physical needs better because I make time to go for a walk or a run every day. But um, eating a healthy diet I find more tricky because I uh, just tend to grab toast, which isn't necessarily my best choice. Was Whereas I used to go to the office, I used to make a lunch and it, it was a proper thing and I used to kind of get there. I did sometimes have a sandwich, but more often than not, I think I ate healthier when I was in a work environment. However... Um, Take a step back once in a while and ask yourself what else you can do to take better care of yourself. As your stress levels increase, your your self-care should increase alongside with it. There are plenty of online tips you can um, search for to find out how to work best from home, but everyone is different and what works for one person might not work for another. So it's really important to experiment with different strategies to discover what works well for you. You might find that you feel more motivated in the evenings or you might have more energy after a morning workout. Research shows that we tend to put off tasks that stir up uncomfortable emotions. So if you're anxious about an appointment, you might not be motivated to call the doctor. Or if you're afraid that studying will be in frustration, you might find yourself binge watching Netflix instead. In these cases, the lack of motivation stems from your desire to avoid the discomfort. And when you're working from home, there's always plenty of opportunities to engage in something more fun than the work you're supposed to be doing. So consider what emotions you're trying to avoid feeling. Acknowledge that emotion and it will make it less scary. And remind yourself that you're able to feel and you're able to handle that feeling of uncomfortableness. Additionally, remind yourself of how good you'll feel when you get the project done, as opposed to how bad you'll feel if you don't do the work. This might remind you to take action regardless of whether or not you feel it. Finally, I would encourage you to talk to someone. I would not have survived these last few years without the support I've received from my tribe. I've been in daily contact with my besties to support and vent my frustrations. I've done more video calls than I've ever done before and I feel like my relationships are stronger. 
I actually had a revelation on day five of that first self-isolation back in March 2020 on how I could help others. So in my LinkedIn groups, I've created two spaces, one for people who need support around their anxiety about their careers. And I um, try and do mindfulness kind of ideas and put tips in how they can grow their potential. And the other is for working mums who are struggling to work from home um, and maybe uh, perhaps be a mum and a partner and a house manager, etc. It's been amazing to hear others' experiences and realise that we're all in the same boat and we can get through this together. I would love to hear how you work through the summer holidays or maybe you take the time off. Um, maybe you're a working parent and you work full time out of the home and how you juggle that and, and create balance that way. Um, feel free to leave a comment in the question section or uh, message me um, over at yourtimetogrow.com. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care.